greetings. Welcome to the Beyond Earth show. I'm your host, Ray Trujillo, and welcome to this transmission, December 30th, 2023. We are near approaching the end of the year 2023, and we are incoming the year 2024. So happy early new year to everyone across the globe, wherever you may be. And those of us that have departed us in this year of 2023, we go into the new year with them celebrated in our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And those of us that can see through the veil that can commune with our beloved, the dearly departed, it's still a loving reminder that our beloved friends and pets and family members are still with us as we're still with them, just in different forms. And so there's a special magical aspect of when the cycles end and the new cycles begin, but then the lines of convergence and the concentric circles, let's say, of the spheres and the heavenly spheres and what coalesces. And in that cosmic framework that we learn to adapt to and that we learn to work with and everything that coincides with this cosmic framework that the heavenly father the heavenly architect the grand creator has intended for us and what we do in return with our free will and also the application of our mental utility our cognitive innovations and our spiritual investments and what we create for ourselves how we magnetize for ourselves what we manifest, what the goals are for the new incoming year, and what we can learn also from the past. And in the show prior to today, I was referencing somewhat of purpose and acquiring your purpose, finding your purpose, what is your why, and what is the how to the why. And so I thought it was fitting for today to elaborate a little further upon the purpose as purpose is a great ammunition for life. It amplifies life when we have purpose, whatever it may be, but if it's suited in the personal realm towards your own individuality, towards what provides you that inner nutrient of what's sufficient, what feels as if this suffices, this feels very healthy for me, this feels very much at home for me, whatever it may be in this life, then your purpose is your great purpose. And then the sequential purposes that follow thereafter. And so when we look upon what we'd like to bring in for the new year, 2024, Yes, we can consider the cosmic realms, the astrological realms, and working with the celestial bodies in conjunction with our own free will and our own testaments and our own accord. So that's always a good starting point. So if you like astrology or if you don't like astrology, but look into whatever framework works for you. But then perhaps if this is your year where you've really, really, really reached a tipping point. And there's nothing that seems to satiate your 
desires, your goals, that you just feel like you're at a lull. You feel that you've reached a crossroads and you don't know which way is up or down or left or right or diagonally. And you may feel very lost. And I just want to remind everyone that feels that way right now that please be kind to yourself. If you feel lost, if you feel that you have lost your motivation, if you feel that you've lost your will to persevere, please sit within yourself, take time, take a minute, take 30 minutes, take five minutes, just sit with yourself and just literally say to yourself, you know, why do I feel like I don't deserve anything? Why don't, why do I feel like I don't, um, why shouldn't I feel like I deserve anything? Why am I torturing myself? Whatever the conditions may be, whatever the thought processes are, that's whether it's a negative mind or you've gone through severe circumstances and severe trauma or loss. And you just, sometimes you just need a hug and sometimes you just need someone to talk to or sometimes you need to read a good book or sometimes you just need to hear a stranger say something nice to you that is truthful because we all go through lulls in our life. Yet sometimes it's really hard to just reach out and share that with someone because we can feel at times that no one understands what I'm going through. And yes, that may be true that many people might not be able to understand and some people can very much empathize and walk in your shoes and understand. Yet when you reach a place, especially at the end of the year and the beginning of the year, there's a lot of excitement, but then there's a lot of sadness at times, this melancholy element that people do experience. So if you're one of those individuals that is going through the lull, you feel a bit hopeless, you feel a bit that you lack any resources to contend with and reach out to, or to just have this camaraderie of like-minded souls that just want to help each other, then Try to listen to today's show and, and just hear this out because this is for everyone. The show is for everyone. And if you're on um, a uh, cloud nine right now, wonderful, great for you. And just magnetize that and spread that around to your fellow brothers and sisters. Share the joy that you have because that joy is very contagious in a great way. Joy and happiness is a beautiful, positive spectrum in the energetic field and you just never know what one smile can do for someone who might be on the low spectrum of unhappiness and needing just that little reminder, that God wink, that universal sign that there's an angel watching over me. There's a celestial above me watching with me, my spirit guide, right? You just never know if someone just needs a little nod or a little hello and a smile. And uh, how do you do? How are you feeling? And hi, I'm, there's a human who cares about you. So <clears throat> this goes hand in hand. So we are all here together sharing this collective world, this collective universe, this beautiful collective consciousness. And however we may be on the spectrum that could be intermittent throughout the scales of time where we can start off great and have a lull, or we can start off with a lull and end up great. The patterns in between, though, we've all been there. We've all had the flummoxed of the, the ebbs and the flows of when our soul feels this vexation at times where we also feel like we need a vindication also and that we also feel like we need to express or that we just want to rejoice in happiness. And when we're happy for others or when we're sad for others, when our empathy is so intense that we just 
can't help but be consumed and just want to do something great for someone who needs it or an animal who needs it or a stranger who needs it, a veteran, a homeless veteran, who knows, just saying across the board what possibilities, what spectrums that we can relate with and on the scales. And so whenever you find yourself where you need that reminder, try to sit with yourself, try to sit with your higher self, God, Buddha, anything that works for you. And if you don't believe in anything, just sit with yourself and cognitively look within and say, you know, what can I be grateful for right now? And if that's hard to find what you're grateful for in that moment, perhaps be grateful that you can see, that you can write something down, that you can hear, that you can speak and start from there. Just start from that and transcend through the chatter of the mind that we all endure. We all endure the mental chatter and it's about it's a lot of noise, right? And so when we hear that and it feels a bit disconcerting at times where we have the chatter and what do we believe and what do we allow into our subconscious, what acclimates within ourselves and what do we draw from in the shadow self, right? And do we believe in our higher self? Do we believe in our Christ consciousness? Do we believe in our Buddha consciousness? Do we believe in our cosmic consciousness? So that's a little practice to do. Just like you take deep breaths and you brush your teeth and you take a shower, the same way that that modality can work, regardless of your belief system or non-belief system, sitting with yourself and finding one thing to be grateful for, one thing to be grateful for, and then you work with that. And yes, there's a lot of additional work besides that. I'm just giving you kind of like the cliff notes because I can't cover everything in one hour, yet I wish I could. Yet that is a brief touch-in that find one little thing to be grateful for. And then you start to notice other things, but it shifts the vibration within yourself. And then you also, when you notice that when you clear and shift your karmic lens, in any way, no matter what's happened to you, no matter what you may have done, whatever anyone else may have done to you, that you release that from yourself. You forgive yourself. You forgive others. You give yourself that time, that minute, that compassion, that minute of compassion and self-reflection for one minute and start easy, baby steps. What am I grateful for today? And you may notice that just like joy has this contagion effect in a very positive way, there's a magical essence that alchemizes the mind, body, spirit, and soul when we go into the mind of gratitude and gratefulness. And, you know, when you hear of Jesus going into the desert and the forest or to pray, and then when you hear of Buddha going into the places of meditation and reaching deeper levels of consciousness and cleaning out the mind, clearing out the mind. Anyone, any ascended master, any teacher, historically, theologically, and we could use so many reference points here throughout the ages, yet. If you look at the sages, if you look at 
in the recent past couple hundred years even, and you look at a lot of indigenous tribes and you look at different places and different cultures throughout the world and in practices such as karate and such as the martial arts, I'll give that as an example, down to football and basketball and ballet. If you're a diver, if you're a fencer, if you play soccer, you look at the mind and the mentality. When you meditate and you have this predetermined notion and you visualize with the meditation that I'm going to win, you might not feel good. You might be so afraid you'll lose this kumite, that you'll lose the game, that you won't do the most epic, phenomenal performance. But if you really apply that frequency of mental focus and it attunes with your higher realm of your spiritual focus as well, your higher consciousness, your Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, your personal belief system that you believe in you, however that works for you, there's so much magic that exists in that. If you're going to a job interview, the same principle applies. That's why it's so important to start to practice. Or if you've practiced and you feel like you're not receiving any benefits, don't give up. Keep going. That means you need to go further and deeper. Because if you are meditating presently and you feel that you're not receiving any sort of insight, that means that on a deeper core level of your physiology and your etheric body and your astral body, that you're needing to go a little deeper to receive and feel viscerally the benefits of your meditation and prayer. And if someone were to come to me and say, Ray, Ray, I pray all the time, but God's not listening. Well, many people have that experience and many people have the contrary where, wow, God's blessing me all the time. The universe is blessing me all the time. I'm, my prayers are answered. Well, Keep praying, don't give up, because it's literally right there at the threshold where you feel like you want to give up. You just never know that like two inches before you, if you just wait two more moments, two more days, two more weeks, two more months, you just never know. Things do happen. It's like planting seeds. So planting seeds, sometimes we can't always watch it grow, right? But it's happening. There's movement. And so this energetic field that we live in, this heavenly body that we live in, that we exist in together, that we are so fortunate to share this life together. And when we see how cohesive everything works and the perfect symmetry, even if there's war and destruction at times, and then there's chaos and pandemonium, there's always going to be a balance in life. There's always going to be the yin and the yang. Unfortunately, we can't always explain the evil ways of wicked people, and we can't always explain why these things happen besides free will. But because we do have free will, and this is a free reign here, so that is why many things can happen in the negative. But when you look at the positive, though, contending with the negative, when you amplify your inner light, your inner spirit, whatever you believe in, but if you believe in yourself and you believe in the highest, greatest good for yourself and others, things start to change and shift in a very, very beautiful, dynamic way 
that sometimes you might not see it unfolding before you, yet you may start to feel it occurring. And when you embrace that energetic field and you embrace that visceral reaction at the same time, there is this harmony that alchemizes so beautifully. And then you recognize that you're shifting and you're enduring your own metamorphosis and the metamorphosis for the positive. And sometimes other people may notice it prior to your own awareness of your shift. And sometimes you may feel all these shifts at once. And so just be patient and kind and loving towards yourself throughout the rest of this year and into the beginning of the new year if you have goals that you want to achieve and you had a difficult time. And then you may want to, if you want to look into your belief systems, what you're drawn towards, what you're seeking, it's healthy to explore various dogmas, various theological insights, various spiritual insights, various metaphysical insights. If you're drawn, just follow that path and see what unfolds when you follow that path. And you can have many paths as long as it's a positivity, love and light. And just take from what you feel resonates with you, what matches and attunes to your inner desire for yourself and your future self. And those of you that are on a very positive spectrum, you definitely want to work on your gratitude also, because when you are achieving your goals and you're happy and it's very vibrant and it's very illustrious, it's a very beautiful practice if you don't do this already to work on your gratitude daily, work on your manifesting, your prayers, your affirmations, your chanting, whatever you believe in, work on that daily because that keeps your blessings, that keeps your magic, that keeps your gifts of your great fortune. All your good fortune remains within you and you become a vessel. And in the sacred body, that's the temple, and in the sacred mind, the crown, there's so much that we can emanate, good or bad, right? Um, and But in the positive spectrum of emanating goodness and power, you thereby also empower other people around you. And you give to them. You share your light. You don't have to give away your light, but you can share your light. You can share your power. You can share your gifts with other people that need it, people who really need it, and people who don't take advantage of you, people who really appreciate your love your care, your light, and who really honor you and respect you. And so those of you that you're on a high vibrational field, sometimes you might feel very drained sometimes afterward. So just work on recharging yourself. And that's part of the gratitude also and prayer practices and physical exercise and keeping your health and nutrition very much up to par because Health is everything, and health is the greatest wealth. And truly, when you maximize your com when you maximize your conditions and you maximize all of your capabilities, 
sometimes you can reach a place where what's next? I've achieved everything. What's next? Well, that's a beautiful place to be because the future is full of unlimited possibilities. So you are thereby free to create whatever you wish. And that right there is a magnificent blessing to behold. Yet when you do feel the cosmic love and the cosmic protection and you embrace that, you want to explore deeper because we're learning all the time. We are learning until we transcend and ascend. And when we go through the veil, we learn when we are dreaming, when we're sleeping, when every day that we live, we learn more and we seek to learn more and we never stop learning. Our souls are in this continuous learning journey. And, and that's the fun of it. That's the glory of it is that so we never get bored. Because imagine if you knew everything and all you were all imagining of everything and all aware of everything and in the omniscience of everything, it would be, wow, well, what else is there to learn? But there's always observation, right? So enjoy being in the observational component where you observe and you thereby learn and you learn more about yourself. And the self-actualization commences. And so this is just a reminder to all of you that are on any part of the scale, from the low to the high, <clears throat> or from the high to the low, and the in-between, never, it's never too late. So it's never too late to begin again. It's never too late to reinvent yourself either. And it's never too late to go after what you want and your dreams. And a lot of times people can be very self-inflicting of negativity as I was expressing a moment ago. But oftentimes that's the fear speaking. Oftentimes it's that fear that um, to perhaps limit us, hold us back from achieving what we truly would love to receive and achieve and to fulfill in our journey. So if one of your goals this year is to transcend some fear, self-limiting belief systems, that's a very good goal to work with for this new year, 2024, because when you confront that fear, my goodness, the fear doesn't seem so big anymore, does it? But then other fears can come up at the same time. So you just address them sequentially one by one. And sometimes if something just feels too big, that's okay. Put it on hold or seek help with a beautiful qualified therapist or spiritual advisor or someone that you really trust that you can really explore deeply because there's so much within the soul and in the self. And so when you ponder that the self is just truly the light and the light is also of the soul that that is an immensely eternal shining being a shining entity yourself your soul so the seat of yourself the seat of your soul that this is a very 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 
let's say, precious. Your time is precious on earth. When you hear others say that there's no gift like the gift of the present, right? The present moment. Well, reflect upon the seat of the self and the seat of the soul and the present moment. So moments are so precious, just like yourself is so precious. So, you know, how the mind, when I was speaking of the mental chatter, that sometimes the mind can create these aspects of, let's say, murkiness at times where things are just a little blurry and Sometimes the reflection of our vision is not so crystalline. It's not so crystal clear. It's not so laser focused. And in the human condition, we have deep emotions, right? And we have a lot of varying degrees of emotion, whether it be anxiety, nervousness, fear that are hand in hand. And then we can also have moments of deep sadness and deep tumult and depression and grief. And those go hand in hand. Then we can also have moments of sheer jubilation, sheer elation and sheer joy and happiness. And it's finding the middle ground at the baseline of having the awareness that no matter what you're going through, whether it be the suffrage of anxiety, depression, grief, loss, fear, sadness, And on the contrary, the beautiful elation feelings of joy and love and happiness that you always recognize that your soul is the truly most cherished of all that consists of love and light and peace, regardless of everything else that has occurred. If you've been victimized, if you've been traumatized, if you've been violated, if you've been abused, if you've been hurt, if you've been betrayed, if you've been forlorn, if you have been forsaken, these elements, of course, are injurious. And if you've lost a great deal, and if you've lost also beloved, cherished individuals in your life, and pets included, there's so much that the mind and body and spirit has to really work with the threshold to keep you surviving to keep you healthy enough to survive the emotions so when you look at the baseline of your soul's power your soul's light your soul's love for itself for you the self that that you can literally consider it as a divine distribution of the soul's most cherished virtues of power that you no matter what you're going through, no matter what has occurred to you, that you still behold your inner power. You still behold your divine rightful inheritance that God Almighty has created, that your belief system, your belief system, whatever that may be, is for you, but you behold the power that no one, even if upon the most atrocious of crime, can steal your power. No one, no one, not ever. So even death cannot extinguish the power of the light and the way that the soul can shine, that there is an eternal aspect to that that is most paramount to just remind 
yourself of that when you feel at times powerless, which is normal, we all have moments where we might feel that way at times, yet having that spark of light, because in essence, all of us, our origin is a spark of light. And from the time of conception, from the time of that, there is a spark of light. So if you look at the, in the physiological of conception in utero, and if you also look in the soul star and the etheric of your rebirth pool, of your birth pool, of your incarnation pool, how you decide to come in, your choice to come here, your choice to choose various parents. It's it, it could be that way where it's a contract. Even if you chose parents that you knew weren't going to be the best for you, something in the karmic scale, something in the lessons and the contract scale very much could occur. And you don't have to believe that notion, yet many people do believe that and some people are interested in it, but there's an interesting attunement to the law of how karma does play out in our realms. And so sometimes if we go through things that we may feel that we chose this, did we choose this? Did we not have a choice? Yes, there are many things that are out of our control that we did not have a choice for. However, there's the choice to, when you have the spark of light, which is always within you, somehow if you are cognizant of that spark, and many of you are, if you're listening to the show, you definitely are mostly attuned than others that don't listen to shows such as this nature. Yet there's that aspect of that transition, of that metamorphosis, that self-actualization and with the soul and that journey that we are here now and we are grown up now. We are young adolescents. We are in physical form and we're adults or we're in the elder realm. And so whatever form that we are in, we are still in this form that is generated from that beautiful spark of light. And I reference God Almighty, that the Holy Spirit and the inferences of the Holy Spirit realm, yet someone else may reference a different perspective of origin, and that's completely fine. But in essence, it's all the creator. It's all the divinity of love. At the end of the day, it all speaks the same symbolic language of eternal love, eternal soul salvation, eternal compassion, and eternal power. So when you have the awareness in your timeline, in this incarnation, that we are in this place of divinity, even if it's contending with the third dimensional realm that seems very much in the materia realm, where we're in the natura materia, the realm of the material scope of things, where things are tangible, right? But things are tangible, but what's seen and unseen. So 
I could pick up a chair and that's in the material realm, right? I can touch the trees and the animals, right? I can feel the air. That's part of the material realm, yes. But when we go deeper, we go deeper, we transcend deeper, and we go into the vessel of the soul, where the soul's eye, the third eye, essentially that's working constantly, 24-7, can feel and see between the veils of the realms in the next dimension. Because this third dimension is not the only dimension that exists. And yes, one may say to you, well, it's tangible. We can touch this chair. I can touch that tree. I can hold that crystal. I can embrace that kitty cat and that puppy, that beautiful dog, that little wolf, that, you know, I can pet this beautiful bird. I can see the sharks in the ocean and swim with them, like Jacques Cousteau, Ocean Ramsey. Like, you can literally think of all these things, right? But then when you go to the unseen realms, seen and the unseen, that's the reminder that your soul is prevalent. Because you might not be able to see your spirit, your spark of light, your soul. But you can see your physical body. You can feel things, yes. And in whichever alignment you are on the spectrum of your gifts, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, um, all, you know, claircognizance, all of that, right? And other gifts as well, of course, right? Healing modalities and so forth. But when you recognize that this third dimension is not the final place, it is not the final frontier of all life, that we go deeper and deeper. If you go underwater, if you go deep sea, you see all those beautiful bioluminescent creatures, and you see all of these you know, unknown, unseen beings, they're in their own dimension. And they glow, this beautiful bioluminescent field of electromagnetic frequencies and currents and lights and the, the biochemical response in their physical and physiological being, how it appears to us in our naked eye and under certain types of microscopic tools. There's so much to see that's in the deeper realms of in the subcategory of this third dimension. So just imagine outer space, just imagine in the outer realms beyond the xenosphere, beyond the stratosphere, xenosphere, and what truly is out there besides the planets and the Milky Way. What is out there, right? We all think that way we all can think that way and when we feel beyond like you know what hubble telescopes and what you know space force and nasa shows us things like that but when we go really deeper 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 do you feel attuned to a planetary heavenly being do you feel attuned to a previous existence somewhere else do you feel attuned and do you feel that another place resonates with you and even if you're in this third dimension on earth grounded in your physical vessel do you feel that you're resonating and attuned with 
a higher celestial spherical being a planet beyond earth right do you feel that that's your home and then this is another home you're visiting so many of you can have that experience some of you may not that's okay but it's a reminder that when you can transcend the mental chatter of all of the day-to-day in this physical earthly existence and you can see beyond and even meditate through it and you can actually look into the heavenly realms and you can see beyond like what's really there wow we're not alone we're really really not alone and when you recognize you're not alone then that's also another testament that your soul and yourself your spirit bears the foundational currents the foundational streams that fortitude of strength to reach within yourself and behold your power you have the power and no one can take that power away from you no matter what they try that you behold the power and the frequency because that is how you are designed and so when we question at times why is it so hard to be here on planet earth and we can all say wow it's so beautiful to be on planet earth i never want to leave whichever on the spectrum you may be that there's so much to embrace if you feel that this world is very difficult which is very much truthful yes this third dimensional realm has a great deal to address and to contend and so i want to advise those that are really in the nervous and worried realm that really work on your mental and emotional well-being if you have someone you can trust if you have a trusted therapist counselor anyone that is spiritually tuned to help you that you can trust and just addressing slowly but surely but just really take your time but be very loving towards yourself and it's not the end you can find hope there's always hope for you there's always hope for everyone but mental preparation and spiritual preparation is the most i would say important most paramount execution to instill if you're trying to make a goal for the new year and if you feel that you really want to alter your life and shift it and start to live your life even if you feel that you've been living your life but you've been on autopilot so to speak and now you really want to live life embrace life feel the trees touch the plants you know kiss the plants play the music hold an animal um be kind to a human be kind to yourself whatever it might be if you feel like you just really want to live in bliss that's actually simple literally just go and be yourself and just go out and have a zest just find it in every flower find it in the trees find it in the moonlight the sunlight find it when you look into the eyes of a beautiful little animal find it when you see the eyes of an elderly person find it when you see the eyes of a child whatever you might need that inspiration to motivate yourself to be it's right in front of you it's right in front of you so 
those of you that have really, really, really big goals and you're perhaps you're worried about the state of the world, well, prepare, everyone prepare for anything and everything at all throughout any at any time. You always want to have enough food and water and you always want to have enough provisions for yourself and emergency medication. You always want to have things just in case, just in case, because mind over matter, yet also peace of mind at the same time. So that's one thing you can have that you don't have to worry about, right? But this is also for proactivity with other elements that if you feel that you have these huge goals and you really want to make 2024 your year that you accomplish these goals. And this is where everyone has these, let's say, uh, New Year's resolutions, the resolve to, I guess, hold yourself accountable for an upcoming uh, goal, which is beautiful. But how many of us have done it? But we've succeeded maybe one year, but another year something came up. We got distracted. We ended up helping everyone else under the sun, but not helped ourselves. When you're most likely when you're empathic or spiritually attuned and you have compassion for somebody, it's very, very easy. I myself am included. I'm just saying that it's so easy for us to not put ourselves first at times where we put everyone else first. And that's okay. Sometimes people need more help than we need for ourselves at the time. But when you look at the new year and you have a new year's resolve for a huge goal, a big goal or a mediocre goal or a small goal or a micro goal, whatever the goal may be, but it feels like it's Mount Everest to you, even if it's a tiny goal, it feels like it's Mount Kilimanjaro, doesn't it? And so what seems small to someone else might be your Mount Kilimanjaro to you, right? And what might seem like your Mount Kilimanjaro might seem like very small and minute to someone else. And that's the beauty of that is that nobody else matters when it comes to your personal goal. No one can scoff at you for your personal goal. No one can condescend you for your personal goal. No one can be sarcastic with your personal goal. No one can be judgmental to your positive goal. We have judgmental people all around us. It's unfortunate, but judgmental individuals are so toxic and they lose friends quickly, don't they? And then you find yourself where you're the subject of judgmental energy and it causes this trifecta where a judgment, it's not an opinion, it's a judgment. And then there's an offense. And then that judgment can be truly injurious because after so many judgments placed upon oneself for so long, it is only natural for us in turn to look inward and judge ourselves, correct? So we can start with releasing all judgment from others, releasing judgment from someone who was your best friend or your sister or your brother or your own parents, for instance, or a teacher. Release the judgment and then release it from yourself because we can be sometimes the most hypercritical, judgmental offensers in our own particular lives at times. And that can come from behavioral exposure to others that have inflicted that upon us, correct? So really work on giving yourself 
love. Every time you feel a judgment coming in, even if you feel like you're judging somebody who doesn't deserve to be judged or doesn't just say, that's it. Okay. I'm stopping that judgment. I'm stopping it. I'm just going to send myself love and compassion in that moment. Right. That's a goal that you can do. If you're like, you know, I don't want judgmental people in my life anymore. Well, welcome to planet earth. There are judgmental people left and right. It's impossible to avoid them. However, it's what you do when you are responsive and when you're non-responsive to the judgments and the baseless accusations of others, correct? So sometimes we accuse ourselves, don't we? But sometimes we also don't want to accuse ourselves of something. We all hold guilt. So if you want to look at perhaps this year releasing judgment towards others and yourself, and then in addition, if you want to release the guilt from something, address that guilt, release it, work on it, forgive others, forgive yourself, however that works for you in a safe place for yourself. If you want to work on that you procrastinate, well, start with something small. Utilize a small goal, like a little drawer, like a pen drawer. I'm going to do that pen drawer. Guess what? You finish it, you do it, then your mind is more prepared and you actually gain the confidence that you can tackle the next drawer of the pantry and so on and so on. And then eventually you're doing your whole garage and you're doing your whole three-story house or your, you know, 400 square foot condo, apartment, whatever, you know, whatever, however big or however small it is, however gargantuan, procrastination is one of our big things. And it doesn't have to be limited to cleaning up the space around us, but it can also be with our health and our physical well-being. So the same thing applies to if you're working out, get moving, just move, just move. That's okay. Just move. If you want to do little cycles of this and that movement, if you want to eat better, do it. Just start doing it. Everything else will start working out. Don't overlook it. Don't overthink it. Sometimes you just have to just not think too much. Don't be too, too, too strategic about it and just move. If you want to pray more, just talk to God right now. Just talk to Buddha right now. Whatever you know you need to do, just start to do it. And I you know it sounds so simple coming from me, but sometimes it is the truth. There's little things that you can just start right now. Just go for like a little walk, just drink more water, eat more vegetables, whatever it might be, lower your cholesterol, whatever the goal was that you have, right? But when I speak of these goals and I go across the spectrum of all these, uh, let's say, uh, versatile types of goals, right? But remember that your goals are your own. So if you want to write that, the greatest American novel, go for it. And that's going to take strategic implementation and discipline and time awareness. Those types of things, there might be, that might be your Mount Kilimanjaro and that's okay, but block out the time, be disciplined and don't give up. Even if someone says, oh, you're never going to finish that book. Well, take that as constructive criticism and say, yes, I will watch me. And then you never know. Maybe you'll be finished before your personal deadline. And you see, that is the beauty of having your personal power because your personal power can say and work with and follow through with, yes, I'm going to clean out my pen drawer. 
I'm going to work with nature more. I'm going to start walking more, drink more water. I'm going to, you know, quit doing whatever, you know, activities that aren't beneficial to the person, right? Um, these resolves, right? Or I'm going to actually write a page a day. And guess what? A page a day, that's 365 pages, right? That's a lot. So, but sometimes people think so, they see that Mount Kilimanjaro and it's so scary to confront it. We don't always have the base camp, right? To do the preparation, the pre-preparation. But if you can do it, it's okay to do that. So a page a day. And in one year from today, you would have 365 pages if it was a page a day, right? And if you had to do a catch-up day, you could write two pages on the day that you missed. You still would amount to 365 pages. So simplify the things that seem so huge, but be very, 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 very strategic with your power that you deserve and you utilize it. That's what your strategy should always be. You have the power and the self-confidence and that you are connected. You are a divinely created being who deserves to receive. And if you do good and you are good, then you receive good. And yes, many people are very good and don't always receive good. I understand that. But in the operational frequency, in the divine realm, when we do good, there is a catch up where it just feels good. If we do good, we feel good. And guess what happens? The alchemy, the magic of receiving that somewhere along the line, there's this recipient, this nature of, I'm receiving my own greatest good. I've been doing really good. I've been good to others. I've been good to animals. I've been good to Mother Earth. It feels so good. That feels really glorious. Wow, I feel so elated and jubilant right now. And that is the jubilation of your soul. And that right there magnetizes more rewards, more gifts from the Holy Spirit, from the Holy Realm. And so if you operate from that spectrum, from that line of love and light, from that sphere when you reach the rubicons in your life at times and you just feel like wow i just conquered this well that's a beautiful place to start that this is your life now so this year 2024 for all of us it will be a very 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 i'll say it this way an interesting year there's going to be a great deal of many things unfolding. And so prepare yourselves in so many ways, please, mentally, physically, spiritually. If you have your spiritual attunement, your mind and your emotion and your mental mind prepared and your physical body prepared, conditioned, then you can coalesce and converge that with your power and just in the collective, raise the vibration of sacred love, raise the vibration of that divinity. And in closing, I wanted to just remind everyone, especially with everything I just said, that 
when we go into this new year, 2024, it's essentially a new beginning. And so when you have a really grateful heart that's in accordance with the energy of having that eagerness to welcome in new vibrations, new opportunities, new people, new loving vibrations, all of that. I really want to fill you that just like how the sun rises on the morning of that new year, 2024, that let that be a reminder that it fills you with hope wherever you are on the globe, that wherever you are on the side of the equator or the other, that there's a promise of that new hope that anything truly is possible for you as long as you apply that. And new beginnings are truly always, always auspicious. And so walk that path of auspiciousness. Let that just wash over you and fill you with that grandeur of light and God's light, the light of the kingdom. And you do deserve to learn the lessons from the past, apply them to the future and the present right now and into the future future so that you deserve to be wiser and maybe more patient at times right but be you deserve to be open to receive love and to be awake to that wisdom of god within you and that you're never alone and when you reach this place of spiritual maturity that it's this all-encompassing all embodiment of that kindred spirits are within you and around you as well and so um i just want to rejoice with you in this new year and a clean mind a clean heart a clean soul a purified sanctity of spirit is everything and so um, behold the kingdom of god within you and the power is yours so i wanted to thank all of you for your presence today and thank you all that subscribe to my show. I appreciate you. And I wish you the most magical, most beautiful, and full of abundance and health and wealth and manifestation and all your goals achieved um, in this new year, 2024. And never forget, you're never alone. And this is your host, Ray Trujillo of the Beyond Earth Show. And I will be back with you in two weeks' time. Thank you so much again. Happy New Year 2024.